We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. How's it going? You are listening to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. And yes, we have revived the show after a long hiatus. We talk about a really cool subject. We talk about pregnancy in a pandemic because we know that the COVID-19 pandemic is in full swing, right? It hasn't left. So we talk about Elizabeth's pregnancy. We talk about our, our fears, our concerns, the differences between other pregnancies that Elizabeth has had and all these really great things right here on the Elizabeth and Joey show. So check it out. Have fun and enjoy. Welcome to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Rooted and shaking, so glad you could make it. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Time for the ride. You're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. A great show today, so glad you pressed play. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. The show's gonna start. It's cool you took part. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Elizabeth and Joey Show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Yes, we're back, and we revived the show. And I am sitting here with my wife, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how have, how have you been since uh, since the last time we recorded? You know, it's been so long, and so much has gone on, but I'm I'm doing really good. Tell everybody a little bit about what's been going on. You are pregnant once again. <laughs> once again that sounds like so bad um not <laughs> i don't and i don't even know if it was me who did it uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> we, we're, we're starting there that's no, where we're no. starting off on so during the hiatus yeah i i somehow got pregnant i'm not quite sure how it happened um we had to- a very long hiatus and we had something <laughs> during the hiatus we had a pandemic we had riots and we got pregnant. I mean, there was nothing else to do. So. Right? Well, there's all those jokes going around on all those memes where you go back to church and all of a sudden you're big and pregnant and people are like, well, I know what you did during quarantine. Um, yeah. So we are, we're six months pregnant. We're 26 weeks along, almost 27. And, you know, it's, it's different. It's different this time around. Yeah. Why is it different? Because we're, 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 you're, we're pregnant in a, pandemic we're pregnant in a pandemic (laughs) yeah well and despite what a lot of people think you know pregnancy in a pandemic is kind of crappy typically when you're pregnant all you want to do is you know sit around and eat and lay under a fan and whatever but when you're forced to do nothing but eat and lay under a fan (laughs) it's a whole different ball game yeah you uh i did notice that this time around you uh you are wanting to go and do things i mean you you've all kind of already did that during like uh you're kind of a nester yeah and and you're not a nester in the nesting time that women do nest when no. they're pregnant you do it your entire pregnancy yeah you like to get stuff done and i'm like and i and i notice you're already pretty active anyway and i yeah. notice that you get even more active when you're pregnant uh, you want to move things around. I don't even know how many times we've moved around the living room. It's it's been so many. It, we did it tons and tons of times. But- I'm I'm just saying that when you know that you have some human being that's coming into your life for a minimum of 18 years. Clearly, as parents, you know we're parents <laughs> forever. But for a minimum of 18 years, that they are going to you know wreak havoc on your life. I literally have 40 weeks to prepare for that. So yeah. <laughs> I I take full advantage of the 40 weeks. Yeah, we are pretty much set up. Uh, we were set up 
for maybe the first couple months <laughs> for this baby. Yeah. But anyway, but what what I wanted to talk about is and and then obviously a little bit to go back backtrack a little bit. We um we you so you like to go out and do things and 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 find projects and stuff like that. We can't do that because mm-hmm. you are uh, at high risk. Your doctors have told you to limit your time outside and around people and things of that nature well, because of the pandemic. Not just limit my time. They straight up said, you're not going back to work because oh, yeah? I work, I, I am in the medical field and I work with high risk patients. Yeah. So as always, you know, within your first handful of appointments, you, you have the lovely conversation of what do you do for a living? And my doctor with his mask on, you could see his mouth drop open and he's like, <laughs> well, two weeks notice isn't going to work in this case. He's like, you're done. You're done with work. Because at that time, I was specifically working with an elderly gentleman who was high risk as is. So you put high risk and high risk together, and it's just a a recipe for disaster. So I have not just been pregnant in a pandemic. I have been out of work pregnant in a pandemic, which means I am bored. I am completely bored. So I nag more. I clean more. (laughs) I demand more. I don't know that I necessarily eat more, but I definitely cook more. But, um, yeah, I don't, this pregnancy, you actually <laughs> lost weight, which was... Well, I've done that the last couple pregnancies. Yeah. It's after the pregnancy that I seem to gain weight, whatever that's about. <laughs> but but. <laughs> but to go along with what you're saying, uh, um, our roles kind of have, have always been kind of uh, flopped. You know what? Typically... According to society, society and, uh, and, yeah. and society, every, uh, the man goes to work and, and bread wins and all that stuff. Elizabeth has had... She's got credentials. So her credentials obviously uh, kind of outweigh mine. If you put them on a scale, her credentials outweigh mine. So it was only logical for us and our family that she would go to work for the better part of the day and she would bring back the most money. So we were, cause I was, cause all, cause what I do is my, my, my career, I am a, uh, I'm a contract painter by trade and that takes, that takes a, a awful lot of physical time, a physical, uh, 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 strain mm-hmm. on my body sometimes and and I started to start I, I definitely started to feel it a little bit later in my life but um, yes that can sustain our family because you get a big lump of monies at a certain you know for one big job but those jobs are not always steady mm-hmm. so Especially we found seasonally in Arizona so, exactly so we found that it was best for our family that Elizabeth because her jobs was were, were more steady so I stopped uh, doing the contract painting and I focused on making my hobby more of a career and now it's that kind of starting to come to light and my hobby is obviously uh, audio engineering and and podcasting and now I'm working with uh, age of radio doing some stuff for them and uh, you know so now now it's kind of working out where we hit kind of this balance this this tip of the scales kind of like balancing out a little bit but but typically typically Elizabeth was the breadwinner I was at home most of the time taking care of the kids and 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 doing stuff here and there uh, so but now our roles are flopped where I have to go back to work and now I'm I once again for the second time in our in our marriage I am balancing three jobs <laughs> where when we had Remy, I was doing the same thing. And now we have the new baby. I'm doing the same thing. So I had three jobs and I have three jobs now. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit hard for for I, both of us, for Elizabeth mostly, because she was typically the person who had the career set in place. 
And we were okay with that. I lived my life by schedules, and now I live my life by what new smut show is on TLC. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. Yeah. That makes me sound so bad. <laughs> no. But uh, I like, I like, uh, I like, I like all the monkeys. <laughs> oh, I love a monkey. Love... <laughs> uh, if you guys aren't watching, uh, what's the 90 show? Day <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. You guys would know exactly what we're talking exactly. about. Sorry. Yes, I watch it too. I don't care. I'll I'll admit that. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been our that's been our life. It's been kind of thing. But what we wanted to talk about is having a pregnancy in a pandemic because this is the first time this has ever happened to us. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, with that, there's there's a lot of fear. I want to say it's the first time in a hundred years that America has really experienced anything like that. Lots of other countries and cultures experience these things, you know, regularly. As odd as that sounds, because as Americans, we kind of are blind to and what's happening. And we're dirty and gross. Around the world. No. Well, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. You know what, though? Side note on that. I was watching a um, snippet of a, uh, what's it called? I lost the words completely. A... Um, Alzheimer's. Lecture. It's real. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> it's six months pregnancy is what's real and lack of sleep. But um, I was watching a snippet of a lecture that was done through John Hopkins a couple days back. And they were saying that despite what our numbers are showing currently in Arizona, it was saying that primarily men get it. And I was thinking to myself, well, that makes sense because, you know, typically it's a man that's going out for work, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I thought... I absolutely thought that the professor was going to make the same statement. It's because men are typically out and about and women are, you know, home doing whatever, whatever. But no, they said because men typically don't wash their hands. Oh, that's and gross. And I thought, wow, Ew. that's interesting. I mean, I have to wash my hands all the time. However, here <laughs> in Arizona, and I, I don't necessarily know all of the numbers around the country because I'm not really keeping up on other states currently because, A, we don't plan on going to any other states currently, and B... <laughs> It's I'm inundated with the information here for Arizona, but it has sat at 50 percent or excuse me, um, 47 percent males and 52 percent women. I don't know. We're missing one percent in there. So I don't know what that one <laughs> percent is, yeah. but <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting that, you know, what what's happening around the world is not necessarily what's happening in our country. Yeah, it's so crazy. And, and you know, you're absolutely right because you don't know how many times I've walked into like a bathroom and watched men leave the stall Ugh. and just right out the door. Oh my I'm, just, gosh. I'm like, Ugh. and that me, I you know me. Mm. I I walk in there and I'm like, I don't want to touch anything. Joey I barely want to cleaning touch. public bathrooms. I no, it's it's absolutely serious, guys. Because I walk in. And and I, I when I see people do that, I'm like I have to double wash. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna wash for those three guys that didn't wash their hands. <laughs> I'm like oh it's it's absolutely and I have to. You know because- <laughs> it's it's interesting though just being that we're on this specific topic right now and I know we're gonna go into a handful of other things. But you had made the joke about um we we should do a lesson on on wearing masks or whatever. <laughs> and like I, I I know that this is a very controversial topic and a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it and you have people in the medical field that I, i'm gonna say right me. now guys just wear your freaking masks like right if if is this really gonna be your horse your 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 soapbox to stand on a mask are you kidding me there are so many other things that you guys could stand on your stinking soapbox about but a freaking mask you guys are really gonna cause a big huge you know yeah be mad at me be mad at me all you want but <laughs> 
is wearing a mask really that uncomfortable that you guys have to uh, i'm next thing are we going to see some freaking protests over, over people wearing masks are you kidding me there is injustice or in the world happening or brushing teeth yeah or... there's 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 <laughs> there's so many injustices in the world that you guys can be starting fights over mm-hmm. well, wear a freaking mask okay and and i appreciate the soapbox because clearly i agree with you because i've you know educated you really well um oh, yeah. however <laughs> However, one of the other things that I've I've noticed in in kind of looking at this and looking at the history of of actually the the COVID the COVID in general. Obviously, we're calling it COVID nineteen because it was it was mainly found in two thousand and nineteen, but the coronavirus sec, sub, subsection nineteen. All of these other countries. They wear masks because yeah. they deal with pandemics. They deal with and they mass don't illness. It. They, they don't deal. It. They deal with the flu. They deal with H one N one. They deal with all of these different forms of of illness. Yeah. And so it's not even a second thought to them about putting on a mask. I get it. I get it. A mask is uncomfortable. I get it. I am pregnant. I do not want something covering my face. I am congested. Little man has begun to move his way up to my ribs. I can't breathe, okay? And that is not a joke on anything else because that's a whole nother soapbox I can jump on really quickly here and that we should be protesting for that. But to put a mask on my face... Mm. There's a reason you do not see a lot of pregnant nurses or physicians doing surgeries at this stage in pregnancy. Because, yes, it is difficult. Yeah. But, come on, people. Put a mask on. It's not going to hurt you. <laughs> right. It could it's... save somebody else. It may not save you. It may not save any. And you may not be affected whatsoever. But it could save someone else. Be a human being. And there, and and I don't want to get into all that stuff because there's always going to be that person that says, "Oh, but you said it could," so there's a possibility that it that the mask doesn't work. Yeah, whatever, who cares? You know what I mean? It, that's Wear not a mask. that's not that's not up for debate. Number one, it's not up for debate. Why? Because it's just absolutely unnecessary to have a freaking debate about something over your freaking face. Are you kidding me? That's, if it's that's that a, bothersome, that's, find that's, some uh, cool material. It, what, what it sounds like to me is you're going to have a fight with me why I use a pen and not a pencil. Right. Like, that's that's what it right. sounds like. So right. so it's absolutely asinine to me. Why? Every, like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. That's it, Perry. That's it. Okay, okay so, so we're done with masks. We're done with that because that seriously is not what I want to talk about right now. But yeah, but with with the fear of having a... Uh, so what are your fears? Number one, I want to know what your fears are when... So we are in the hospital. It is time the baby's here. The baby's coming. And we're in the hospital. What's your first fear? Okay, well, we got to back up a little bit because my history shows that I'm setting up for a C-section. Yes, there is always the chance that I may go, quote unquote, naturally with lots of drugs, but... but She did tell me that she wanted to try to go natural this time. I'm like, okay, and without any drugs. And I'm like, we'll see how well that goes the day of. We'll get two minutes in and I'm like, so anyway. Right. um, No, but... A lot of the hospitals, you know, when they were in their heightened stage of this, you couldn't have your support person in. And doing a C-section, if if, if you know anything about C-sections, it's major surgery and you're awake yeah. for this major surgery. But you can't move your body. And it is freaky. It is not 
something that I enjoy doing whatsoever. Yeah, it's scary. And the idea of not having my support person, which would be my husband in my case, but other people have other support people, which is awesome. But the idea of not being able to have my support person there and that feeling of being alone. I love my doctor. I love all of the nurses he works with. I love the anesthesiologist where we'll be going. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with all of those people. I feel great about them. But not having my support person, that that is like... My number one fear. And now that we're watching these numbers rise again and I'm getting closer and they're talking about we haven't even hit the peak of it yet. I'm like, wait a flipping minute because I can't go through this alone. Yeah. Um. So there's that aspect of it. Secondary, we because it's a C-section, we're looking at a minimum of 48 hours. I rocked it out last time and was out of that hospital in yeah. 48. They tried to keep me longer, but I was like, uh-uh, I got to go home. <laughs> I was scared my mother-in-law yeah. was moving my kitchen around. <laughs> and um, she did. And she, she, did. <laughs> she did. She definitely did. That's not even a game, guys. She did. We came back and like <laughs> not said, knives and forks were in a different drawer. Elizabeth was. is still trying to put it back together. <laughs> and we've moved since then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I love you, Vera. Thank you for everything you do for our family. But stop moving my kitchen around. Um, no, <laughs> but I I was able to, to get home super early. But if this goes crazy the way that it's been going, that means that little man's siblings aren't going to meet him for the three days. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, and that's, I, I've read a lot of, of literature about mommies that have, you know, gone through this at this point. Um, and they've talked about, you know, in the beginning, they were really sad because the babes couldn't come up or family members couldn't come up. But when they've been able to look back on it being home now, they've looked at it and respected the fact that they had that alone time to bond. And so yeah. I, I kind of go between the two. But what if you can't be there for the th the two or three days? So great. I get all that time alone to bond, but I also get all that time alone to not be able to rest, not be able to. You know what I mean? Like there's the pros yeah. and cons to it all. Um, So that that scares me. But, you know. Unfortunately, I'm I'm an educator by 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 choice and I read too much yeah. and I look things up after I read them because I want to know, you know, the proper education on it. I don't want to just take something at face value. But I had sent you that stinking hyperlink yesterday about a woman in um, Mexico where they don't have mass amounts of cases of this. But this woman in Mexico had given birth and the baby immediately tested for covid. That's so scary. Meaning yeah. that she, that the baby, the mother had given the baby COVID inside her. Yeah. So while scary. the baby was, was still happening inside because there's no way that it can test immediately right yeah. after birth. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and even though, even though they're saying that there's no real studies on it because this, you know, hasn't happened before. And even though they don't have enough documentation on it, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, pregnancy, you have a greater risk of getting sick, period, because yeah. your immune system is now working for two. Right. And the idea of an infant coming out with a respiratory issue freaks me out. And thank yeah, heavens, super scary. I am for the most part healthy, mm -hmm. despite the fact that I smoked for 15 years or more. I am shockingly pretty healthy for the yeah. most part, being as old as I am now in my geriatric um, maternal <laughs> age or whatever they call me now. That's crazy. Um, 
it, it's concerning to me that I could potentially be carrying something because I've not been tested yet because I stay home the majority of time. But I could be carrying something and not know it, obviously asymptomatic, and it not affecting me the way that we're afraid that it would affect me. Yeah. And I could be poisoning our unborn baby without knowing. Yeah. That freaks me out. That's and knowing crazy. that you have respiratory issues that, you know, genetically could link to the new guy. Yeah, it's super, super out. scary and freaks me out, too. And, and, and I'm looking at the CDC uh, uh, website right now, and it says, although there are, n- are currently no data showing uh, COVID-19 affects pregnant people, and, and this is... This is what they've seen. And, and I think at this point they needed to update it, right? I, I, would, uh, I would agree. Right? <laughs> uh, it says we do uh, We do know that pregnant people... they got a people... lot to do right now, though. So I'll, right. I'll give a them a little yeah. leeway on their website. And they do say that we do uh, know that pregnant women are, are... As it says people, but it's women. Women are greater risk of getting sick from other respiratory viruses than people who are not pregnant. And sometimes the causes... And this causes adverse outcomes for the mother or the child. Therefore, if you are pregnant, be mindful about reducing your risk of getting sick. You are caring for children. If you are caring for children, you can teach if, them everyday steps. There you go. Sorry. She, she, there she goes. The, <laughs> the duty of a wife to correct a husband. I love it. Uh, to help them stay healthy and in turn help protect yourself and your family. But this is the thing. They need to update it, number one, because we uh, we've we there's articles out there showing that 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 woman uh, passed uh, the virus onto her to her child, and maybe mm-hmm. she didn't even know she had it, and exactly. she wasn't even showing symptoms. So that's the scariest part that you could have it and not show symptoms, and mm-hmm. then you're passing it on to your child. Like, and I want to know. I I really hope that they do a, an article or study on that child who has it and see how that affects the newborn the child because now because because uh, all the crazy long-term effects that it has on people who are get, getting it now and still and the people who are bouncing back because so, there's tons of stuff that happens to them after the fact as well right right, right. it's the long-term effects but here's here's and I'm, I'm totally going to go off on a little tangent here i do not have absolute medical proof so this is you know medicine according to elizabeth straight up so don't anybody quote me on it but i have heard that currently in america i don't know about other countries but currently in america the virus has already begun to mutate which is what viruses do i think we all know that that's why there's a different flu shot every year yada yada but supposedly this virus has already begun to mutate well you and i have already thought that mid-december we had had it as a family because we were all down for a good we could have almost month we were all feeling really gross really bad fevers were up and down respiratory issues and we just chucked it off as you know seasonal yeah it it was so with life it was so bad everybody because i i felt like i had shards of glass in Mm -hmm. my lungs and i just couldn't catch a breath uh, I was deathly, I, I say deathly ill, but Elizabeth calls man it the man flu. Man flu. Um, <laughs> but and she, that's what she called it the entire time. Uh-huh. But I was down for like a whole week, almost a week and for, a half. Yeah, you were gone for about two weeks. And it was, and I was literally in bed, guys. And I was like, my my chest, I, I would cough, and I couldn't catch a breath, and I couldn't breathe in. Let I, me tell you oh, how bad it was. It was so for bad. Him. 
He even canceled recording shows. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Really bad. And and what scared me is because the baby, our, our two-year-old, mm-hmm. he, re- he um, like, because I, and that's why we thought it was a, a flu because the whole entire family got it after I got it. Yeah. And it just kind of jumped. But, so if this virus has mutated, like, quote unquote, they're saying, that means even though we have had a strain of it, we are now eligible for a second strain of it. Yeah. Which, uh, but we don't know if we had it because we, we didn't don't get tested. Know exactly. And this was before like anybody really knew. Antibody this was in, testing or, or anything else. This was for like that in matter. December, right? November, December of, of 2019. Exactly. Or no, 2018, it would have been. So, well, no, it would have been 2019 because it was last December. It's 2020 okay. now. I, I but, um, I, see. <laughs> Alzheimer's guys tell it's real. But this this is the thing is this is where the soapbox of the mask comes from. Yeah. Because you don't have any real data that can let that you can actually stand on. Right. It's like, dude, you're you're putting everyone at risk. And I have to go to the store sometimes. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. (laughs) And and we we have been really good at, at, at not doing that. So so our fear aspect is that, right? We were scared that there, that that we we don't know what's going on. There's uncertainty. Uh, we don't know how it's going to affect the baby if anything happens at all. My biggest fear is going into the hospital. And then I know you always tell me, oh, well, that's the best place we can be and all this stuff. They're going to sanitize it. I don't know. If, and this has always been me. I don't know what's happening because I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yes, it's bad, probably bad, whatever. Um, but, yeah. Um <laughs> But that's my uncertainty. That's my fear. That's me. I know they're going to try to take as good care as they can mm-hmm. of of us, of her, of the baby when when we're in there. But my my but my fears are still there. My uncertainty is still there. Yeah, I don't want him to be in shock when he comes home and all of a sudden we don't have a mask on. And he's like, "Oh, who right. are you?" <laughs> so so what what are your concerns this time around in this this kind of uh, state with 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 a virus happening, with crazy stuff going on, what is your concern about when we go into the into the hospital? Do you have any at all? No, 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 no. And, and because you know, I again, I'm fully aware that hospitals are not the the end all be all of of perfection of cleanliness and yada yada yada. However, all of my concerns are completely raised the moment we leave the hospital people's inconsiderateness not being able to get items that we do or don't need um food shortages Uh, um, yeah because it's starting to happen again right cleaning supplies that we need toilet paper like all of those things those are the things that concern me are my other kiddos gonna have their needs met Mm -hmm. it's just it's a really unsure time right now. And you know me, I don't do well when I don't know what's going to happen next. I need to know step seven. Like I I know we're in step negative two, but I need (laughs) to know what step seven is or my whole world is in chaos. Like I'm, I'm a planner. It's, it's just part of me. Um, those, those are the things that, that drive me nuts. We have school coming up. Yeah. It's going to be here really quickly. And the idea of, you know, homeschooling is freaky to me. Yeah. It's so, I, I'm not, I'm not a teacher. I, I you know, I'm, I'm a yeller. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's just, there's so much un- un- uncertainty that all of it is, 
It's a concern. It's yeah. scary. So what are, obviously there's huge differences in this pregnancy from the last, right? You you were in this predicament just a couple of years ago. Yeah. So what do you see major significant differences from your last pregnancy to this pregnancy? Well, I mean, the world has stopped essentially. Yeah. And so I've had nothing to do but focus on this pregnancy, which yeah. is something I've never done with any of my other pregnancies. I yeah, never. Cause it was fun. We, we would, I feel like when you were pregnant last, we had a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You took a lot of pictures. We went out and took pictures a lot mm-hmm. in gardens and things like that. And, and, and you showed everybody, you talked to everybody mm-hmm. about it. We did video conference calls with our family members and we were so excited about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this pregnancy, we are a little bit more guarded, guarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't take a lot of pictures and, and maybe it's because we're so scared that I mean, and I'm just going to face reality here, guys. Here's here's here I'm facing reality right mm. now. There could possibly be a a a poss- there's a possibility that we the baby couldn't could we could lose the baby. That's just reality, right? Yeah. We could lose the baby or he can come up positive with COVID-19 and can, and it could go really bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel because of this, we have been a whole lot more guarded because mm-hmm. we're like uh we don't want to show a lot of people, we don't want to tell a lot of people that we're pregnant because it's going to be a whole lot harder when we have to answer those questions. Hey, how's the baby doing? Yeah. And we no longer have the baby. Knock on wood. Right. But um, and God forbid that that happens. And and if it does, we will have to face face it, and and we will have to love one another through it, and we'll have to continue to build each other up through it because that's what's going to get us through that, right? Yeah. That's us being together, making sure we are all in this together. That's what's going to help. Yeah. So, but, but that's the reality. That is a possibility. And I think that's the reason why I feel like we have been guarded. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have those same feelings. Well, I feel like the other three pregnancies, I worked through them. You know, obviously towards the end with Remy, I was put on bed rest because, you know, he's crazy and he forced it. Um, <laughs> but with all my other babes, I was still working 40, 50 hours a week. And so yeah. I, I was running and, you know, my time off was, you know, a woman's time off is never a woman's time off. It's come home, cook, clean, organize, laundry, yada, yada, yada. But this time around, I've had nothing to do but focus on a everything that's in the media which is a horrible <laughs> it's idea hard turn off it's your everywhere. TVs turn off your social media get away from it um yeah i i just think that i've had a lot more time to focus on on what's real this yeah. time so the cdc has something here that uh, that talking about newborns and they say newborns can be affected with the virus that causes covid-19 after being in close contact with an infected person so this is after the baby's here right mm-hmm. some babies have tested positive for the virus shortly after birth it is unknown if these babies got the virus before during or after that's a big one right and most newborns who have tested positive, had mild or no symptoms, and have fully recovered. However, there are few reports of newborns who were severe, severely ill. Uh, a small number of other problems such as preterm uh, birth and other problems with pregnancy and birth have been reported in babies born to mothers who have tested positive for COVID-19. 
we do not know if these problems were related to the virus. So a little scary, right? When you talk, when you read that and talk about that a little bit, what's okay, the concern here? But <clears throat> if you read down to the next paragraph, CDC recognizes that the ideal se- the ideal setting for a care of a healthy full term newborn during the birth hospitalization is within the mother's room. Temporary separation of the newborn from mother with suspected or confirmed COVID nineteen should be considered a reduced and risk the spread of the virus to newborns. So what I just read there, <clears throat> excuse me is if if I tested they would take little guy from me for a minute yeah. they'd take little guy from you for a minute um, decision about temporary separation should be made with respect to the mother's wishes if the mother chooses a temporary separation to reduce risk of spreading the virus and would like to breastfeed she should express milk and have a healthy caregiver who is not at high risk for severe illness from COVID-19 bottle feed the newborn with express milk okay so, so that's I'm, that's that's number one you that I'm, you, that's you where would, you find me being a total tree hugger hippy dippy yeah because like, you hate that you hate baby hate Giving the baby to go a bottle. on to mom immediately. Yes, and that's scary. Okay, so reading that in our situation, Aunt Abby could not do it because it, she would be high risk. Not you even me. would be high risk. Your mother would be high risk. So out of our main, main support group, yeah. who... If if worst case to work, see now now you've just caused all kinds of like it would chaos have to, and it crazy would have to in be my a head. Nurse. It would have to be right. A nurse. So a stranger is going uh-huh. to give yeah like that. You, okay, we we need to change the topic. <laughs> uh, no, but this is but this is what this episode is about is about pregnancy in a pandemic, and this is the scary facts of it all. Mm-hmm. This is what concerns us. And yeah, sorry we got we took almost 30 minutes to get to, to the serious stuff here. Sorry guys. But uh, this is this is serious though. We uh, This is what we, we are facing here. And, and, and that's the biggest thing because you... Um, because of your you because you got cholestasis during the, your pregnancy with mm-hmm. Remy, yeah. and there was a really scary moment where, uh, where you know, mom and baby could have passed or yeah. one or the other because Remy came out not breathing, and I there was a, yeah basically there was a, passed out shortly after. Yeah, there was a moment where where Remy. Uh, and, and the the nurses were frantically um working to get him to breathe again to revive him. To, yeah. To, well, well, no, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't. He he just turned blue a little bit because he had uh um uh what is it merconium or not merconium? Mm-hmm. That's that's the uh the the fluid. He had yeah, the fluid. He had, he had amniotic fluid. Amniotic fluid. That's what I'm thinking. Mercurium's different. You don't want to. You want to. You don't want to eat any merconium. Just do saying. It. So <laughs> it's amniotic fluid. It's just like every other baby. That's why they suck out the, suck out their, no, their their airways and all that stuff after you, the baby arrives. But Remy was not. It, it, it was so far in there that they couldn't get it out, and they were trying to help him. And it it was scary. And then, and then Elizabeth was out of it for a good uh, ten hours yeah. afterwards, a long Probably. time afterwards, and there was moments where you know we she wanted the baby to be with her in the first moments, but she was so out of it because she was still recovering from the symptoms of co- cholestasis mm-hmm. that she was not not aware because of all the uh, all the drugs that they had put her on to, to so that she can recover from that. And so there was moments where I had to do and I had to step in and I had to feed the baby and I had to do these things. Well, I gave her 
that gave her the baby while she fed, but mm-hmm. she, but I had to be there just in case that she needed help because she was just so out of it. She didn't understand or know what she was doing in that moment. Yeah. And it was so scary. So she didn't have that first moment, that first, first, uh, um, you know, embrace with the baby. Yeah. It was, it was me. And Elizabeth says, because of that, <laughs> Remy, and, and when he was, when he was little, just a handful of months, two, three, four months, when he would when he would hurt himself or cry when he was trying to trying to learn how to crawl and all this stuff he would cry and hurt himself and he wouldn't not he would never go to mom he he would come to me for comfort yeah i was just a food source and i'm that, just a and food that, source for all of you and that's kids, the though. biggest thing that elizabeth <laughs> is is scared about is is that 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 you her missed that initial <laughs> bonding time yeah. and it, it's it's it it's not that it's detrimental to the child but it's, it's detrimental, detrimental to, to the, the mom uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's real because there that's that's a sacred bond between a mother and her child it's, yeah. and and nothing can ever break that bond right and 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 now now that he's a little bit older he goes to mom and and he loves mom because he you know she comforts him because I'm mom duh yeah your mom you, 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 <laughs> but but there are moments in it where where he doesn't want anything with mom and she and I can see Elizabeth go back into that same place that she did when he was younger when he he wanted to be comforted by me and I could see her kind of just you know it killing her a little bit and and that's scary i don't want that to happen because i don't want to break that bond because that's a sacred bond especially to me because it's such a beautiful thing that a bond between a mother and her child that's Mm -hmm. all that's that's the reason why i fell in love with elizabeth elizabeth had a a a four or five year old daughter before i came into the picture and that is what made me fall in love with elizabeth because of how how much of a bond that she had with her child and I knew I knew right then and there that she was going to be my wife and she was going to be the mother of my children. And I will and I and I made a a uh, promise to myself that I would never come between that bond because that is what made me fall in love with her. And it, it kind of sometimes hurts me. And I love that he now uh, has that bond with you. And, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Don't yeah. come between a mother and their child. Number one. It's not a smart <laughs> idea. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> We totally got off topic there. So, so no, no, because that those that that's all part of the differences of the last pregnancy and this pregnancy, mm-hmm. and 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 those are all the concerns that I have that happened last time. I don't want that happening this time. Yeah, I don't want that bond to get broken again, and because it, it would it would kill me number one, and it would definitely kill you to not have that bond. And then, but if a stranger would feed him, it, it would he ha- even have a bond with me either. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's scary. It's definitely scary. I, I hope uh, hopefully our uh, the the uh, the the hospital still st- keeps in place that she can have one support in the room, which is going to be me. Um, I am very upset that the kids won't won't be able to be there to hold them because we had when Remy came, they came in and we took a picture of the first moments that that his brother and sister held him for the first time. Yeah. Unfortunately, this time it's not going to be in the hospital. It's going to be at home. It's kind of stinks. Hopefully, but hopefully, will yeah. you know things will be normal and things will be leveled out because people will wear their masks. Um. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Full circle. <laughs> but you know, worst case scenario, then yeah, we we have to do it at home. But you know what? This is really just kind of made me really want to get him out and get home. 
You know what I mean? Like, I I know we joked early on in the pregnancy that I might just take that third, maybe even a fourth day to just kind of hang out in the hospital and let them bring me food and clean up everything. But this really makes me want to talk to the doc and be like, what about 24 hours? <laughs> can I just go home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can take care of myself. I have enough friends that could come and handle all of my, you know, my my wounds and, you know. I got I got quite a few friends in the medical field that can come take care of it. Can I just go home and, you know, recover there? <laughs> yeah. So I do want to tell you guys, if you guys are wanting to read this full article on the CDC website, which has a great, great uh, amount of, of uh, information here for, for mothers who are expecting during the COVID-19 pandemic, yeah. it's great. I we, we can go into, we can have like, 14 other episodes about this whole entire topic because there's a lot but um we didn't want these episodes to be too long but the thing is if you guys have concerns about this and you guys want to know more head on over to uh the cdc website type in pregnancy during pandemic or google it and 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 it'll pop right up to the cdc website right straight to this article page and um there's a lot of good stuff in here it talks about uh um, you know, uh, uh, breastfeeding, breastfeeding before and before after. and after, um, children, mm-hmm. uh, separation, all kinds of good stuff that that um, you know, that are normal things during a real pregnancy, but that have to that kind now of change you have a little to make bit. Accommodations for with this because new of this situation, yeah, that we're all in. So you know, and it's it's interesting because a good friend of mine, she she recently just had a babe, and and she and she was she had the baby during the. Biggest During the out, heightened the portion heightened of outbreak, it where yeah. we were completely locked down. And she, through her full labor and delivery, which she did 100% natural, no drugs, no oh, nothing. so scary. She did it with a mask on. So if you can give birth with a mask on, you can go to Walmart with a mask on. Yeah, That's there you go. That's just another side note. However... um, Immediately after she had, you know, gotten home, I, I had messaged her and asked how she was and, you know, how things were, yada, yada. And she's like, Elizabeth, educate yourself now on what childbirth will be like in a pandemic. And I got to tell you, I was like, uh-uh, mm-mm. Yeah. Can't touch it with a 10-foot pole right now. I can't. Yeah. So I that's why. Make it makes sense to me right now. It's, it's too much. That's why so. when, when, the, when the time comes, we're going to be documenting uh, this pregnancy because it is such a crazy different pre- pregnancy yeah. and and uh, Elizabeth is due in September so we're hoping it may not be uh, that's just a few months away so this the all these stipulations will possibly still be in place yeah. so we're definitely going to continue to document this we will do an, a special episode on this so you guys are going to have to excuse the crude uh, recordings because we're going to probably record from our phones uh, with audio and stuff like that. So come September, yeah. So come September, we're going to document some stuff. We're going to do some audio recordings over our phones, and then we're gonna we're gonna upload it to the to the feed so that you guys can hear what we went through and how it was. We'll even it's probably going to be a series of like small. Um, journal entries. Uh, so it's going to be a really crude, crude episode, but it's going to be us documenting her pregnancy in a pandemic. So but I stay tuned for that. There will be no video recording yes. like Blair Witch style. <laughs> I promise you. It's going to be audio only. <laughs> I promise you guys, audio only. Yeah. And I'll and I'll try to edit it and and uh, uh the clean up the audio as good as possible. But please, I, I'm uh, just stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway. 
Welcome back. We are appreciative that everybody is back listening to us. This this we're gonna have a ton of stuff this season. Uh, we can call it a season. We can right? call it a season. I mean, all times have a season, right? <laughs> yeah, just uh, just a little bit uh, of a kind of insight of what we're going to be talking about this one with this episode is pregnancy and a pandemic. The next episode, we're going to be talking about parenting children of, of many different ages. Cause we have, Mm -hmm. we have a 17 year old, a 10 year old, a two year old and a newborn coming up. So, and then the next one, this is, we're going to dig deep into some really stuff, guy, really big stuff here. Next episode will be about intimacy versus intercourse. Yeah, we're going to jump into that. This is scary for me. Um, then we're going to go a little bit lighter, and we're going to call that episode Preppers, because we're going to be doing some meal prep. It's not Preppers like what you guys think, but we're going to be doing some meal prep, and, and because of all the crazy things that happened, we had to go out and get tons of food mm-hmm. because we couldn't go to the grocery stores. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of Joey's um, issues during that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna tackle religion, sex, and is it taboo? Mm. So, and uh, we're gonna talk about swapping roles in the uh, you know the the roles that we spoke about here a little bit, and then we're gonna talk about the secret to raising a successful teen. And we have a handful more. That's just a few of them that I wanted to talk to you guys. I don't want to give the rest away because I want you guys to stay tuned. So keep an eye out for these uh, episodes. We're going to be talking about some great stuff, diving into some really hard topics like sex. Like, I don't want to talk about that, but with you guys, it's what like the heck? It's like the scariest thing in the world <laughs> for you. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm it so is. excited when he was like, should we? And I was like, yes, let's talk about sex. Baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Okay. I did not so, do any of that. That's, that's, yeah, I'm not. No. I, <laughs> he did, though. It's a, listen, you'll find out how uncomfortable it is for me when we start talking about that. You will notice how uncomfortable it is because he will get very silent. Yes, it's going to be Elizabeth talking most of the episode. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. For now, I am Joey. I am Elizabeth saying, wash your hands and wear a mask. We'll see you guys later. And shaking so glad you could make it the Elizabeth and Joey show. Time for the ride. You're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey show. Great show today. So glad you pressed play the Elizabeth and Joey show. The show's going to start. It's cool. You took part. The Elizabeth and Joey show. The Elizabeth and Joey show. Elizabeth and Joey Show. You've been listening to the Elizabeth and Joey Show, a trademark of the 143 Podcast Network, a partner of Age of Radio. For more information about Age of Radio, head on over to ageofradio.org.